This episode is where probably answers the question, what drove him to perform? Enjoy it. Thanks. This was a suggestion from our friend uh, Polycostia17 or Constantin. We are open to suggestions, so please let us know at Instagram through a direct message or through our email, tonaldistancing at gmail.com. This week we have Tale of the Cross doing the intro today. Uh, please check out his music. Check him out at Tale of the Cross on Instagram. We'll put the details below and all that. Again, please reach out to us. Uh, send us a DM, email us if you want us to put uh, plug you into the intro or outro. Uh, happy to do that uh, and, and incorporate into the show. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you for watching this episode. Have a good one. You probably first gigs that drove me to perform. So, I mean, or first guess, gig and what drove you to perform? Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, I played music to kind of working backwards from kind of how from like how Zach mentioned of like what how he started music. I played music since I was in elementary school. Like I started in choir. That's where I did. <clears throat> like I said, but it, my choir teacher. Let's hear it. Let's hear a little bit. No, I don't know. Nope. Uh, what was what was what was fun in elementary school choir that I think shaped my music and a lot was my choir teacher when I lived in India. He was into like a lot of rock music and that kind of stuff, and he actually taught us like rock songs in choir. So they, I, I did after school choir, which was like singing a lot of stuff for like churches and stuff, mm -hmm. and then during class. We'd learn like Beatles songs and Rolling Stones songs and like uh, the Eagles and stuff like that. Um, so it was kind of fun because the uh, 
that kind of so I, I did music and stuff then but i didn't actually like performing i didn't have that thing where you know some people they want to be like out there and perform like i hated when when we this is a very indian thing i feel like to do but like a lot of uh whenever you have like family over or guests over your parents will be like hey probably sing this song for the auntie and uncle and i'm like fucking no backing track nothing just cold <laughs> singing like <laughs> you, you, you can't always that, get bro. what you want <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to throw my me and my brother on like the spot like hey play sweet child mine play i don't know maybe like south of heaven or something i was like really <laughs> anti-slayer <laughs> yeah for the longest time like I, I, i'll fuck with slayer now but like for the longest really? time for the longest time slayer was my dad and my brother's band i was like this god hates us all shit like i'm not a god person at all but like hey i ain't gonna cross some lines like, calm down a little but, um, man that sucks so that would really like, play love. play for whom the bell tolls but metallica I mean, we're brothers. that's why go right into it. that's why you're a huge metallica dude that's the well it's because my dad well yeah i just that's in that's i just am i'm more like I'm a huge Slayer fan, so I'm just like, that sucks, man. That sucks. What's well, your Slayer tattoo? I don't. You have a Slayer tattoo? No, my brother and my dad do. So you're oh, not a shit. real Slayer fan, bro. Oh wow. Yeah, can I... you even name their album top to bottom? No. I I saw them on their last tour, on their last tour ever. So what is last that? tour with Jeff Hanneman or no, like ever as a band. Like they, that was oh, their okay. last, last year. Yeah. So how so you old are they? So you didn't old? see Jeff. I guess I didn't realize. They, how I, I think old they're they just are. retiring from it. Um, I think <laughs> I, I don't know. But anyways, Hanneman so, died. Hanneman died a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. No, no, uh, it's not really their last tour. They'll be back. It's just like it's like the like the Simpsons. <laughs> it's just like Motley Crue. Like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, every single yeah. one. They, they can't uh, stay away. The um. They can't. They can't leave the fame. Nah, man, mm-hmm. paycheck. I was gonna yeah. say the paychecks, the um, that so. that reunion money. Then greenbacks. Guns and Roses. Actions. Guns and Roses probably planned that return of this fifteen way. years. Yeah. The um. I don't. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, real quick. I, oh, I know we said we were gonna talk about Guns and Roses. I don't look at their reunion as the return of the Slash. I think of Slash and Duff as like. That is the because those are the final bits of the first run of Guns N' Roses, like Slash, Duff, Axel were the final bits. So I th- I think Duff is important, and what that's what goes to my question of being more of a fan of Slash and Guns N' Roses because I feel like Guns N' Roses, obviously the original five is probably what they really need, but as long as they have Slash, Duff, and Axel, that's like the end of the line there. Anyways, <laughs> back Hi. to you being a what? Why well, I said okay. Oh, oh. I thought did I said you, something confusing. Did, did, I said, you, no way. Did no I, way. No way. <laughs> did I no start? way. I mean, should I just interrupt Prabhu and give you yeah, my yeah, thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah, we already interrupted him. Yeah, let's hear your thoughts. <laughs> we, tried, um, we tried to go through it without Slash, Prabhu. We, so we should give up talking about Slash for Lent and see if that works. <laughs> talk about how Buckethead inspired me to get into music. And All right, home. somebody mute Prabhu. Um, just kidding. That's fine. That's um, kind of part of what was the question say. again? Oh yeah, well, it's just Spot. feeling that that like Guns N' Roses to me, like Slash versus Guns N' Roses. I think I'm a little bit more of a Guns N' Roses fat fan than just a pure Slash fan because I was more excited for Guns N' Roses 
reunion because Duff was included in that reunion. If Duff I, wasn't there, I don't think it would feel the same to me. I think if I had seen Guns N' Roses in their peak in the 90s, I would have a different answer. But the, the reunion was exciting. The quality of music was not as good as just Yo, eat some, Flash eat, eat some garbage. Itself. I'm not wrong. Man, nah, man. I'm not was, wrong. That was amazing. You are wrong. It was, it was, I mean, it was an awesome show. I had a great time, but Axl Rose does not sound like Axl Rose Axl anymore. Rose, Axl Rose aged. You leave that him happens. alone. <laughs> you leave him alone. Like, yeah, I know he aged. Uh, that's, I get it. But like, if, but it's kind of like, if, if you had to choose between going to see Guns N' Roses without Slash or Slash without Guns N' Roses, who are you going to see? I'm going to see Slash, and you are too. Don't play games. I know who you're picking. I mean, I mean, like I know who, who I don't. Probably we're not asking these questions because we know who he's. No, no, no. <laughs> but I think I think them being together is more magical than either of uh, either of the three being separate. Either of them separate. Okay, I see Although, what you're saying. Duff McKagan's um uh, not Crossed Heart, that's Keith Richards. Uh, what was the album that Duff McKagan came out with recently? I can't remember. I'll have to think. But that album's like I mean it's more like Americana than it is like um, rock. But that was a really good album. Anyways, see, I feel it. like I feel like Guns N' Roses obviously has more timeless songs. I don't think Slash has any timeless songs necessarily outside of Guns N' Roses. Unless you're going to count like Slither and Fall to Pieces, but I don't think those are gonna timeless. Be They're more niche. I think that um, of the time that it was in. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like Slash has amassed such a really good collection of things outside of Guns N' Roses. I'm sorry, probably we'll end this conversation. No, this is, I'm doing your, no, I'm doing, I'm doing, it's like your Oscar music when your speech, yes. when your speech goes over, they play the music, I'll just use it as a, Photoshop a trophy in my hand, right here, an Oscar in my hand, please. Um, I'll just play it wrong. <laughs> Yo, stop, Ugh, I don't want this Oscar anymore. Fly <laughs> it across the screen. Um, anyways, before Prabhu ruined my speech, my acceptance award, I mean, I mean it's cool, but uh, I hate it. Stop it. Um, or you can play. I feel like Slash has, has put out some really, really good music on his own. <laughs> and I feel like there are, if I were to look at the list of Guns N' Roses songs that I like, and the list of all of Slash's songs outside of Guns N' Roses, I think I would have a longer list outside of Guns N' Roses. Anyway, Though, you if, you were to, if you were to ask me my top continue ten, with, it would have with more first Guns guitar, Roses. Continue with the first no, guitar and it. first gig. <laughs> what drove yeah. me to play was watching Guns N' Roses yes! uh, on YouTube. <laughs> what? I just Wait, with Buckethead? Fuck it with yeah with yeah Gosh, with, never mind. with the original no. guitars with the original and best guitarist Buckethead and when I, uh, I hate you so I, much my favorite Axl Rose was mid two thousands Axl Rose oh okay you're you're out of control <laughs> Axl <now>. Cornrose <laughs> you've crossed Axel the line <laughs> that's funny yeah uh, you've gone too far too far well, so I guess in, so. Fast forwarding from elementary school, I didn't really, I wasn't a big fan of like performing in that sense of like, I think so, there are some people who loved like 
just getting out there and fucking performing and, and, and like that kind of terrified me. Um, middle school, I did band. I didn't really think of performing then either. And then like, and I did piano too. And I didn't really care about performing. If anything, I was anxious about performing because I was like, why do you want to do this thing in front of people when you can fail? Like, why the fuck do you want to do this? <laughs> why thing? fail in front of people? <clears throat> yeah. And, um, like I liked showing off, so that that's one thing. I liked showing off, and I so think this is where you just, just so I can flex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I realized once I could flex, then like that's just what performing is. It's just Wait, like, realize it's just one. The flex. It's just the when I yeah. So I I mean I think um. What what did I did I watched a lot of live videos. This is like what I did in middle school in my big. So I mean I watched videos like Beatles and stuff. But to me the first like guitar hero I had that just like changed, like that made me want to just be him was Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. I just I I used to really be into drawing and stuff, and I used to just like draw pictures of Led Zeppelin playing live, and I just would like design do you have any of those pictures still probably my mom oh she threw those all out i think but like my mom my mom has like kept a lot of things so probably some of the ones that i told her not to throw out i'm sure there i'll look for it but the um yeah i mean i used to like i used to love watching him play and like just i'd rewatched that like that Stairway to Heaven live at Madison Square Garden video of him playing when he puts the fucking thing up. <laughs> and then just his video of playing the guitar and like doing that solo and just being lost in it to me. That was before I played guitar. So it was in, when I was getting into that kind of music, but it was before I started playing guitar. And But to me, it was just magical because it was just like seeing this dude. Now I realize like... I, I don't know. It's like now when, when I'm watching, I'm watching it more of like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. Whereas like then I just was like, this, this guy's insane. Like he's just one with his guitar. It's just that kind of thing made me want to be that. I, I had this thing where I was like, I want to fucking play this thing. Also, I was like, guitar might make me have something that I can show off to people and be cool. Otherwise, like, <laughs> I was like, I can I can upgrade in the racism pool. and then like Look at know, this, you know, got this yeah. guitar, got binding on it, just flexing out here. Yeah. See, so- now that probably said it, I had, I, I'm sorry to hijack your story again. I'm not going to talk about Slash. Well, might talk about Slash. <laughs> I, I had a similar experience. I definitely was interested in in the guitar before actually learning to play the guitar. Yeah. Like, I w- I've had, like, the very first band I was to was Guns N' Roses. That's why I'm obsessed with Slash. Yada, yada, yada. That was in, like, sixth grade. So it was, like, sixth grade when I was... But in terms of listening... I would listen to music for the guitar, but not the drums, really. Mm-hmm. Even though I was a drummer. Yeah, like, when I played so clarinet, I didn't, I didn't know what weird. clarinet... I didn't know a famous clarinet player. I, I played I played clarinet and then I played saxophone. Squidward. What I find funny about that is like how you guys said like you 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 saw the player right and then you're like you extracted from that play guitar. I had never listened to Guns N' Roses, Led Zeppelin, Metallica, any of those guys, but like my dad was like, okay. 
uh, here, you know, ask your guitar teacher to learn, um, you know, uh, for whom the bell tolls. And that was, the guitar was a gateway for me to, to listen to that music instead of the music being the gateway to guitar, which I think is the so opposite. Funny. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Before that, I was listening to Blue Adabadia <laughs> and Backstreet Boys. Hell yeah. All right. I'm blue, Dabadi, Dabadai. Yeah, yeah. My iPhone 65, bro. Legendary. I mean, the bop. real legendary track. First grade bop for me. That was good, man. For me, off that album, it was definitely PlayStation, because I loved PlayStation. But oh, did yeah. he actually say, if I was green, I would die? That's what we could never determine. I don't know. I don't think we should talk about this song, because... Uh, Gen Zs don't know what song this is. We're really okay. we just age. We're talking guys. about oh, we're talking about oh, Guns. <laughs> Let's Roses go back to talk about yeah, Gen Z. Yeah, totally yeah, but knows Guns N' Roses is like trendy. It's, the, it's, the, it's and it's retro. still it's still okay. before it's our time. People wear it on a shirt. You know how many people are out there in the streets wearing Guns no. N' Roses, not no, knowing there's, who Guns N' Roses you know what's is? Have you there's, seen the Pink Floyd triangle shit? Vintage and then there's there's vintage and then there's old. Guns N' Roses is vintage. It's old. <laughs> it's no. It's vintage. If you can go to Kohl's and buy a Guns N' Roses shirt and not know anything about Guns N' Roses, it's vintage. If you said Kohl's, if you said Urban Outfitters, okay, vintage. Kohl's? I totally get your point. You just can't. Walmart. I just, I just Walmart. Clearly, clearly Walmart does not. No, it has taste. to be like Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters is still like the young, hip places. Still-ish. You're probably yeah, still-ish. So <laughs> I don't know so what, what you're do. saying is you're a millennial. We're millennials. Yeah, we're. I don't know what man. I'm just. I don't know like you Gen Z kids. I just was born. Wearing. There's a one in the a one and a nine and a nine in my date of birth somewhere. <laughs> so you were born in the nineties. That's all. <laughs> but no, I, you I didn't need to get through all the digits. No, no. To... no what I was commenting. Well, this hasn't happened to you. You haven't heard this, like where like you hand your ID to someone and someone's like, "Oh, you're good." There's no, I don't want to talk about it. I've heard there's it. a one in the year. If they see a one at the beginning of the year, you're good. Like, they're not gonna. They don't. They don't have to read the rest of the date. We're old, man. We're, I was feeling so good. I gave my spiel about late bloomers, old, man. and now you're like, Zach, you're old. You bring yeah. me I down. I thought your whole. I thought your whole. I'm thing not was really that a, bulletproof, man. I thought you were just. Yeah, I thought you were just trying to be an old man whipping up kids on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I want to. Well, I, I thought wanna you were old. just an old man just trying to, you know. No, I want to be like a dude who's like not that old yet, but he's still making little kids cry. Bro, <laughs> I'm like crush their hopes and I'm dreams. Re- I'm, re- I'm ready for the silver, man. I, I don't care, man. Bring it on. <laughs> I've, I find a couple every now and then. I haven't found any, but I'm ready I get for them it. already. It's not worth it. Hey, kids. <laughs> We're aging. Hey, welcome to... <laughs> Change. Uh, I forgot. No. What are we Probably talking about? I feel like Me. I had something I was going <laughs> to say. Yeah, about fucking, stop no, that's it. That's Pro- it. That was that jump ahead, and then that's about that was the last thing. I watched a Jimmy Page video, and now I'm here. That's pretty mm. much. <laughs> I had a, I had a really intense uh, Canon Rock phase when that was like really popular. Like, you remember watching that when it first came out? What like yeah, the, the song "Cannon" by Transylvania? Have you there? never heard "Cannon Rock"? Cannon. Wait, 
I mean, I was probably listening listen to CDs. Bro, I didn't get like a cell phone I, until I was like in high school. I was gonna make this into like a something. Yep, but, I'll do that. Thank you. <laughs> That's my shock face. <gasps> so, so wait. Jimmy Page. So yeah, I, I, wa- I was more of a. Yeah, I watched people. I watched things on the internet. I watched. I didn't even go to local shows like in middle school or anything like that. I I watched a lot of like, you know, bands on on YouTube and stuff. And then I moved to Michigan in high school, and then um, still mostly watched on YouTube. I watched. We didn't really like, have like a music scene in Lansing, though. We still don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Mean, I mean, Lansing has Lansing has a pretty cool music. Ann Arbor represent. We, we, we had we had the well, under, Lansing we had the B side, like, the neutral zone and stuff. Oh. And I think Lansing had a pretty decent music scene. I just I it's, didn't do that in high school. I didn't really. I didn't drive, so I didn't. Well, I think and then like I didn't. I feel like the post hardcore stuff had a good scene in Lansing. Yeah, like, but nothing outside of that. Yeah, so I mean, there was like that where like I knew people in high school who played and stuff that I thought it was like so cool. Like our friend Ron played in a band. I was always like, oh, he's super cool. He like he plays in this band. That's so cool. And like I, so in terms of playing live, I I, I had like I was more of an at home player and like I, I played a lot of stuff at home. But then I I practiced. Like I, I had the in terms of people who influenced me in terms of playing live. I mean, like Darren Malacky and System of Down and like Raging Against Machine, um, watching their videos, just being like, "Holy shit, that'd be so cool!" I, I used to like dream about playing live when I'd shower, when I'd like sing in the shower and be like, "Oh, it'd be what, so cool." What ra- what rage song song did you used to sing? It was not the rage song. It was I mean, it was the song. You know the fucking. Rob was in his shower and his parents were just here. Fuck you! I won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, dude. <laughs> no, well, I should. Well, no, I mean, uh, later it was. Uh, Oh, 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 oh. Or Township Rebellion. I love that one. So, yeah, high school, I think my first. So, I mean, I played a. I played something at the Hindu temple for. Guitar wise, my first performance. So, the first time I ever showed. I didn't. For my first year at Oakmiss, I didn't tell anyone I played guitar. And then I, we had to bring in a guitar to like our chem class or something. Um, and somehow I brought in a guitar. I and I brought a guitar, and then I was that was the thing where I was like, oh, I told some people that I play guitar, and then I was like, oh, I didn't want to tell people I played guitar before I knew I was decent at it because yeah. I didn't want to suck when I showed people. So I had this. So to me, I mean, I considered it a, like a performance. For the first time I ever posted something on like Facebook, I posted a video of me playing BYOB, and I had my brother like sit there and record it with his camera, the camera, my parents' camera, and like I was, I did like fifty takes of it, and I was like, and I like, I was like, dude, I gotta look fucking sick. I need those. Like, I need to like, I need this is. My my status rides on this, bro. Like this this will make or break me. Like this will define my damn future. Like, That's so funny. Um, it's those, you made me think of like 
me having a video. It was like me, my brother, and like some friends and stuff. But there's like this shot of all just all of my dad's videotaping too. Just all of us just having a mean mug. So just think think of like four kids that are like definitely in middle school, just this. At the camera, and then we just go. <laughs> that was basically the song. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I remember posting a video that, or a photo that was just me like this, and, like, and I was like, God damn. But that, to me, was my level I of cropped myself into a picture yeah. with Slash, so yeah. top that. That's pretty um, good. I have a really edgy, like, I was trying to be edgy-looking picture of me holding, it was like a fake Les Paul, and I have my long, goofy hair, and I didn't even play guitar at this point. I just knew how, like, I barely knew how to play. So I was just holding a power cord shape and looking out the window, and it's in black and white. It's really funny. Awesome. Probably should definitely find it, <laughs> and we should that. absolutely put that on for everyone to see. So yeah, I played at the like the. I remember my mom. I played at like the Hindu temple and stuff, and I, but then I, I and then I played a, a gig at the church. But like the first time I actually played something that felt like a rock star moment thing is uh, my twelfth grade talent show. I played that. Uh, hey, dude, that's that's a huge performance dude, because like, I remember that. Town you shows do? are awesome. Yeah, you I were, think I do. I were, think I remember that. Did you go to the ultimate? You were you graduated. <laughs> I feel like hey, I went to that do, because do the, well, because Ben, of, I played with the drum ben, line, and I played with Ben. We played a Ratatat collab or I a totally, Ratatat yeah, matchup. Yeah, I was totally yeah. There for that. And I, I practiced totally the shit out. I practiced for like a month or two. Like I, but I, you know what's funny? I, I, I didn't really understand performing or things like that. Where I, I practiced the song like no others. I practiced the improv or what I do soloing wise and think of different licks I would do. That's like kind of improvised. I didn't fucking change my strings for like a year and then went into that. I remember that thing. <laughs> I used to, I used to keep my guitar and Les Paul and drop C, and then I tuned it up to like. E standard for this fucking show and this like gunky ass strings on there that just like visibly brown and black like just dirty ass strings that like and I remember watching that video later and there's that part where he goes you go like and and I remember just bending it out of tune and go, it went like or I think the riff goes is from uh uh, 17 years of red goes like and then the next one and I pulled it it, to it totally pulled the string out of like the tune where it went <laughs> and then I was like oh god and I and I end up tuning it while it was playing luckily with a back and but like that to me was like just seeing a bunch of people and then going up there and just kind of shredding and then just doing this thing. And I just, I just let loose and had fun and like was headbanging to it and all that. And like that to me, I really, that was, I think my first time of seeing it. I, I, for like two months, I visualized this fucking moment. I was like, and I was really anal about things where I remember one of the people was like, they're doing lights. And in my head, I imagined like, okay, the fucking solo light will go on me here. And then all the lights will go off and then there'll be the strobes. And then there'll be, and then when we oh got there, gosh. it was like normal lights with kind of some colors changing. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is like, no, I want this shit with what I, and, and God, be great. I, this is, I'm walking off the stage now. Pay me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, like to me, that was that thing where I I think the 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 fact that I cared about that so much and that I I visualized this thing and went into and the feeling that euphoric feeling after of being like I did this thing and then you feel like a rock star and all that like that to me was like oh I want to fucking keep my ego up like this i want to like fill that void of self-esteem with this shit <laughs> like this this oh yeah um this thing uh, so to me that was kind of that was my first like gig i think that i played that really made me want to play live um like so uh, i have a question yes who, who, who do we talk to at okamis to have our guns and roses tribute show at the talent show who do we need to contact? <laughs> I think we just so whoever, can relive your I moment. Think who it is, whoever it is, we're way too old to be contacted. They used to they used to allow people to just be in it as long as a high school student was involved in it. That would be so creepy. Because I remember, yeah, we just get we just solicit some dude to be Axl Rose for us. <laughs> Well, probably was in choir. Actually, he could probably be Axel. Yeah, Rose. man. In fourth, yeah. fifth grade, I can. Hallelujah. Well, yeah, but like, so they had this problem where like there were more like outside bands with just one person from Okemos like playing in the talent show. Like more people not from Okemos than people from Okemos in the talent show. So they they made that rule that you can't have people anymore. Damn. Maybe we can maybe we can hold like a, our own talent show across the street. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I guess. Just, I mean, what, what, what are the kids idea. into? What are the kids into these days? You can get one of their like Them favorite Gen rappers. Z's. Well, not Guns N' Roses because they're not vintage. They're old. <laughs> they're at Coles. Thanks, Prabhu. Yeah, Coles. We should play a show at Coles. Yes. Yeah, I mean that. So that was basically the first gig I, I consider, and then I mean, like in college, my like with my old band two-face like that my first solo show was with that and like i played that was just on my own and, and that kind of that that was cool because it was my own music too so it was like cool to perform that and like now it's interesting though because over the years i've kind of uh like now that i'm i i'm not i haven't played lot i so Haley and i played at like farmers markets over the last couple years um and stuff and my band that i play in Ave Noir um had shows scheduled right before and then like and then covid hit so those kind of those got canceled um but even the way i kind of feel about live playing has kind of uh i think molded or been adapted with like i found because I, I really liked playing live in college and all that stuff and I think what I've found from even just playing in this band and, and it not being my own stuff is like having some, just kind of being able to sit back and be a guitar player and just worry about like playing guitar and just have fun. And this is my time to bring up my favorite guitarist from Guns N' Roses, but Buckethead. Is he straddling? Uh, yeah. mm, video's kind of long. Maybe yeah. we should end it. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so, I'll okay. that outro, bro. So... A few years ago, I actually saw Buckethead live, and that alive or live, live and alive. He actually has a lot of health issues that he's been struggling with, and that was something that like, nice going, Kingdom. Yeah. I knew that before yeah. I said that. 
So there, there's, know, a, wow, there's a podcast. There's like oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he, knows, he knows his, his All right. I know my bucket head. Uh, the, uh, the Prabhu has taught me well. Yeah, so listening to that podcast of him and talk about like playing live and that kind of stuff and how he started seeing this thing about making it not about seeing the perf like do it you're doing it go and do something for you just go you're not don't do it for the other person like being worried about like what is that one person you're looking at like what like what you're like it's easy to fixate on like that one person who's not enjoying the music or something or that one person who's bored and like going and playing for you and like when i saw him play live he just fucking him and kanye west like that was those were very impressive shows for music musicianship that like really in like made me think like wow like those guys just put their all like they're both like three hour concerts kanye played for like three hours jumping around on stage halfway through the stage he takes his mask off jesus comes down and then it's jesus and then like he did this whole crazy thing which is awesome and like it was this whole shenanigan but it, it had that that performance kind of sh- made me think about like showman like like the idea of like doing a show that's not just playing going and playing music and similarly with buggerhead i mean his was very just like you know, if you don't really like Buckethead, it's probably very boring for you because it's him playing on stage. But he does all these cool things that are like breakdancing and like halfway through he like brings a sack of toys and he gives toys to the audience and like random little things that are just he has fun with it and <laughs> does whatever the fuck he wants. And it's you're there because you like it. You know, if you don't, he's not it's not there to appease you. Um, and I think that to me is really that's something I've tried to think about is like the, like before I, f- I try to grow into a thing of just seeing it as like, I'm doing this cause it's a time to not think to just be in the moment and like have fun with it. And yeah, that, so I think now I'm like really interested in like watching live things, but that aren't just about guitar playing, but like the overall like performance. Like I love watching videos of Michael Jackson dance. Like, him, Michael Jackson dancing is, like, what I... Or that video I sent you of Chuck Berry. Um, yeah. Kind of why I toasted to him today is it's just, like, he plays guitar. But, like, even when I played guitar before I used to, uh, live, I think I focused a lot on, like, am I playing this right? Or I would, like, I'd get really tuned into doing that rather than just fucking have fun with it. And when you see, like, Chuck Berry just fucking playing it's just like holy shit like this dude is just in a different like world it's just this guy is like he's not like even if you took out the guitar playing it'd be really impressive or watching like videos of james brown play or perform it's like that dude doesn't even have an instrument in his hand and he's like you know it's just like Uh, yeah yeah no it's because i i always think of like little richard like Little Richard, um, piano player. Yeah, yeah, the piano player. Because like that, he had so many antics. Like when it came to his performance, and then you see that stuff in like um, I don't know, guitar player like Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy used to in Chicago in like the 
dead ass cold of the Windy City, used to have this long ass guitar cable that used to run out into the street and then like play from the street and then hype up the audience as he came in. Wow. Yeah. That's super That's insane. cool. I actually stole that from another guitar. It's called Guitar Slim, but um, I, I'm all about like the showman. Like, I mean, again, that kind of ends up going back to like Guns N' Roses for me because like I feel like they like. At least from the, the especially the older videos. I mean, I still think they still had some of the essence when I saw them more recently. Like in the old old video, just like hooligans running around stage and like pl- trying to play like fuck up the spotlight guy, but like trying to like escape the spotlight that they're on on stage. Like that stuff has always been entertaining and like just thinking of that aspect of it, I, I, I totally, I totally feel that. That's always something I think about when I play. Did you ever have a... So I watched... I started Tom Morello's Masterclass, um, and one of the things he talks about, which really resonated with me, with not just with playing live, but playing guitar, um, do you guys ever... Did you ever have a feeling of, like, when you play... When you had a guitar, and you're holding a guitar, that, like, you feel just more comfortable, or that you have more of, like... You have basically, like you feel empowered or you feel like you have like a like outside of playing guitar you can feel like a a loser or dweeb or whatever but then you like hold this thing and then you feel like you're fucking clark kent without the thing like without the glasses or like that was something i think for me what got me into playing guitar less less than as like performing but the thing of like wanting to like play this and and do something with making music and and having this thing is that like i felt that i mean i started falling in love with playing the guitar but then it it became this thing too that i felt like part of my identity that i'm i'm a guitar player like i this is something i do i i don't i can't imagine myself not doing this thing ever whether it's in a professional setting or not i do this thing and like just having a guitar playing and just with so with performing and all that stuff just having it feels a little bit more like i have something or like i'm more in my element or something like that rather than like if i were to i'd rather sing a song on a stage holding a guitar and not playing much of the guitar and just sing than just stand there and sing with a microphone because to me that feels so vulnerable and and and, and uncomfortable than it, having a guitar and performing um I've never sang without a guitar like that in particular would be like extremely extremely weird for me to be just like this is removed i mean even talking on this show right now it's really weird if like if i was a person on the show right now and didn't have a guitar in my life i'd feel really weird and, like, and i'd call you lazy i yeah i mean i wouldn't i would i would expect that if not more but um no that's like such a because i've never i've never i don't think i've been on stage without a guitar like performing like i've never just gone out and sang I've played drums before for some gigs and stuff. Um, drums are a completely different thing. Like you're just in the back and doing your best to be cool. But I try to I try to make my drums entertaining as possible and seem into it because I feel like if you're just a drummer and you're just like focused and you you just think you're in the background and don't add an element to it, even though you are in the background, I feel like that can like. You you can do a lot more than you think if you're just in the driver's seat. And I've learned that from like other drummers. Just like either watching them or playing with them in a band, you know, just that, like, make sure you have an expression of, like, joy and having fun 
or being in the moment of the music, even if that moment isn't joy. But um, no, I totally feel, I'd feel like completely barren without guitar and just singing. And I definitely, you know, I think I picked this up because it feels, feels like, I think about um, guitar, guitar gives me purpose. Like people think of maybe music as like a passion driven sort of endeavor. For me, there is passion in it, but I think more to it is like there's purpose in it. Like this is something, it's not like something like, I, I can or can't do it feels like something more I have to do so that I feel more of myself when I have one in my hands and I'd hate to be a person without one in my hands no that's real though I it's, see how it is it's like a, it's kind of a feeling of like it's just part of what you like doing so if you were to do it without it's like I, I think all of us I know I mean I know Kanem you you sing the most out of all of us like singing is something i'm trying to get more into but like even then i think all of us are our influences in getting into doing music and performing has been through the lens first of a guitar player so yeah. i think a lot of what comes back to it is, is seems con we have a common thing of like the like i think guitar i think different instruments and stuff kind of they, they're those stereotypes of like kind of Oh, drummers are like this, or like guitarists. Or I feel like guitarists tend to be like to have some of the attention and like to have like. I know that's a thing. That's a stereotype, especially for like singers to be like wanting to have the spotlight and wanting to be like the center of attention with certain things. And then all of those are just like exaggerations. And obviously, and obviously, the singers are phony. It's all about the guitar player. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like that was something that to me, I mean, I think that influenced my, like, I think about how that influenced my drive of playing guitar, the thing of like, I didn't, even though I didn't, it was weird, I liked playing, uh, I didn't play a lot of solo-y kind of stuff, but the thing that I, I don't know, I didn't want to just be ever like a, just the rhythm guitarist in the band that like the main focus was on a different guitar player or like I didn't ever want to just be in the rhythm section that fucking holds down the fort. I wanted to still have something that fucking is the central yes. focus of the music. Yeah, it was fucking it's about me. It's <laughs> the, the, uh, at some point in the song, you're going to be hear me. You know, being the center focus just so you know. Yeah, oh, it's my song that Uh-oh. My dang phone, Dad. Well, since Zach can't see us, I thought maybe I'll play his favorite riff. Uh, just one of the notes off. Can't I'm sorry, I'll show you quick. Oh, wait, I can play oh, it. Oh, you play, you play, you, no, no, you play, you play the, the, the intro. Wait, where, where did the, this, the intro? Yeah. I'm about to hang up with both hands. I can't do this. I'm gonna play that one wrong though. It's disgusting. I'm gonna leave. Let's do it. I'm gonna leave. Wait, I have wait, to leave anyway. The anyways. solo you were playing was the. There's a video of me and my friend playing. There's a video of me and my my friend practicing uh, the Metallica. The 
and and trying to harmonize with each other, but it just is like, and then the other one is like, and it's just like it sounds terrible together. We're both cracking up where we're just like, not nah, that's definitely not. It. <laughs> that's not that's not what I heard on the record. Yeah. All right, is it outro time? It's outro time. Yeah. I think Quick before probably does that again. Does what makes people ruins my slash soul? Oh, it hurts! It hurts really bad. That could be the outro. Cam, run it. Cam's gonna outro right. the intro. I'm gonna outro the intro. Okay. Song. Oh yeah, he's playing drums Subscribe, follow, follow my ex. Yeah, I need to put that picture of Zach right there. Yeah, yeah, the, do it. Uh, heck yeah. Thank you for watching Tonal Thanks Distancing. Thanks for tuning in. Or listening to Tonal Distancing. Yes. Consuming. That should be that should be our Tonal Distancing <laughs> theme. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I like that. Just <laughs> welcome to Tonal Distancing. Hey, wait, wait, what is it?